Welcome to another inspirational message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. My name's Sue Doyle and I've been invited to speak to you this morning. (laughs) Never know what's going to happen. You know, God is so good. He comes in power. And he empowers us. When we are weak, he, is, he makes us strong. And when we're nervous, he gives us courage. <laughs> and when we're facing things, he says, I'm with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. So I'm going to pray this morning before I start. So Father, I give you this message. I pray, Lord, you touch hearts this morning. Lord, I pray that have our ears open to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking this morning. Lord, I just say thank you for this, the privilege of speaking this morning. But I give this to you, Lord. And if you want to change it, you will. And Father, I say, put your words in my mouth. That there will be a change in people this morning. For your word brings truth, it brings change. It challenges, it encourages, it builds up. So Father, this morning, I pray for all these things. But above all, I pray for your love to permeate every person in this place this morning. Those watching online, touch them, Lord. Touch them with your hand of blessing. I ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God is so good. You know, it doesn't matter what we're going through. He is with us. And I'm going to take you on a journey this morning. Of, um, of Joshua and Caleb. And how many of you love that story? You know, it's an amazing story, and I, I pray I'll do it justice, but I'm going to condense this morning some of the stuff because what God's shown me, and I, I just, I'm just excited to be here. You know, the, in the worship, the Holy Spirit was moving. He was moving and touching us. And it doesn't matter what state we come in, you will go out of here different. You know, because when the Spirit of God moves, he touches us deeper than what we can even think or imagine. So I just pray this morning that you'll be encouraged. So, have you settled for second best? Where are you? What are you waiting for? Are you complacent? Are you thinking, oh, it's all right? And have settled to be okay, or feel a bit lost, tough as, life is tough at times. Where are you? Or are you on the mountaintop going, yay, praise God, everything's well in my world? <laughs> Let's see a show of hands there. <laughs> life can be tough, can't it? But because we have the Spirit of the Lord within us, changes us, He strengthens us, He's there with us. Where is your passion? Are you still dreaming your dreams? You got vision? You got vision of what you would like to do? Where you'd like to be? Do you made it, do you believe that the word of God is the infallible word of God? Do you read the word? Do you are you in the word and get excited? Because when the word becomes alive to you, things change. You look at things quite differently. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Yeah. 
I can do all things. And that's been my thing for years, you know, that I think, oh my goodness, somebody said to me, are you nervous when you get up? I said, of course I am. Because <laughs> I don't know what God's going to say. And as Jono uh, said this morning, he said, we know we're going to be challenged. I don't bring any soft word because the word of God is like a two-edged sword. It's between the soul and the spirit, discerning the very thoughts and intents of the heart. And God knows our agendas. So we're best to just surrender. It's much easier, much, much easier than trying to fight against God. Because I'll tell you what, you will not win. I have tried. I have argued with him. He always wins. I've said no. He says yes. And yes, it happens. You know, and I, th- I think that, you know, over the years that and being in ministry, just being in church, I'm just as excited, in fact, more excited than what I was 20 years ago. Because the Spirit of God is alive and moving. And he wants to change us daily. And sometimes there is the daily grind. And yes, we have the rain, but, you know, I was out in the garden last week because of the weather. Oh, my goodness, it was so warm. But do you know, just about an inch and a half down in the ground, it was dry. So you can look like you've got on the top, you're all watered, but how deep is the word going? How deep is the word of God going into you? Are you drinking it in, or are you going, oh, yeah, that'll do? That'll do. You've got to drink. Meditate on the word. The infallible word of God is life to us. It's food and drink. So what about Joshua and Caleb? I'm going to give you a a condensed version of what happened. Um, And this is from Numbers 13, and it's going to go up. You're all very fortunate this morning. You're going to have, I think... (laughs) Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so look at the fruit these men are carrying. See how big that bunch of grapes is. It takes two men to carry it on a pole. And see the figs and the pomegranates. Where did this beautiful fruit come from? From the land of Canaan. Remember, Canaan is where Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob once lived. But because of the famine there, Jacob with his family moved to Egypt. Now about 216 later, moving on. <laughs> Moses is leading the Israelites back to Canaan. They have come to a place in the wilderness called Kadesh. Bad people live in the land of Canaan. So Moses said, he sends out 12 spies and tells them, find out how many people live there and how strong they are. Find out if the ground is good for growing things and be sure to bring back some of the fruit. When the spies came back to Gedesh, they tell Moses, it really is a fine country. And to prove it, they show Moses some of the fruit. But ten of the spies say, the people who live there are big and strong. We will be killed if we try and take the land. The Israelites were afraid when they hear this. It would have been better to die in Egypt or even here in the wilderness, they say. We will be killed in battle and our wives and children will be captured. Let's choose a new leader in place of Moses and go back to Egypt. People are fickle, aren't they? They forget what God has done. But two of the spies trust in the Lord God and try to calm the people. Their names are Joshua and Caleb. 
They say, don't be afraid, Jehovah is with us. It will be easy to take the land, but the people don't listen. They even want to kill Joshua and Caleb. How many of you want, don't want to hear what the prophet says? How many of you turn an ear and say, I'm not listening to that? Oh, that's a bit different, isn't it? Because it doesn't tickle your ears. Because when the prophet speaks, he's speaking the word of God. And here, these two spies, I just love it. They were not afraid. They were not afraid. The men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than I. And more threats. And there we saw the Nephilim, the giants, according to some of our sages. And we seemed to be ourselves like grasshoppers, as so it seemed to them. This teaches us that fear begins with low self-esteem in such in a situation. Every challenge seems to be an immense mountain that cannot be overcome. You know, I'm going to go back because I missed some. When they wanted to get hold of Joshua and Caleb, they wanted to kill them. They wanted to stone them. He said, and so the Lord was angry and he told that none of the people from 20 years of age and over will go in to the land of Canaan. They have seen the miracles that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, but still they don't trust me. So they will wander in the wilderness for 40 years until the last person dies. Only Joshua and Caleb will go into the land of Canaan. So Joshua and Caleb were the only ones of that generation to go into the promised land. They had a different spirit. So they needed to be, to possess the land, they needed to be a generation born in the wilderness who had never known the sight of slavery and was free from mental enslavement to any master. Indeed, after 40 years in the desert, the generation of slaves completed their historic role and a new generation of a different spirit, the generation who would storm Canaan and enter the land of Israel. Do you know that we are those people? We are those people. Because when you accepted Jesus Christ and became born again of the Spirit, the Spirit of God lives us. We have a different spirit. We do things like speaking in tongues. We understand the Word. The Word becomes alive to us. We go out and pray for people, cast demons out. Some do, some don't. We pray for people for healing. We bring encouragement. We see the giants in the land and we say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Are you of that spirit? Or are you sitting, no, somebody else can do it? Let me tell you, you have to take the land that God has given to you personally and claim it. Joshua and Caleb went into the promised land and everywhere they put their foot, they had to claim that land. How many of you have got unsaved family? That's your land. Claim it. Take authority over the spirits of unbelief and the Antichrist spirit. And call them in. Call them in. Call your family in. Call them back to maybe their first love. Maybe you need to come back to your first love. What is the Spirit of the Lord saying to you this morning? 
Do you want a power encounter with the Spirit of God? Do you want to be infused with this power afresh? Do you want that, that freshness and that strengthening within you that you can take on any giant? There are times when we feel we're going, oh, I don't think I can do it. That's the time when you need to come away, pray, read, pray, meditate, and then ask for someone to come alongside you and help. And unless you're in a church or you're in a group, how do you know this? Now, I had a conversation with my, my son in London last night. And it was really great because I spoke with him for an hour. It was a blessing because his, his wife and three children went off to Canada. And so I was able to have that time. Do you know how precious time is with your loved ones? You know, he's a long way away. He's in London. We're here. And so getting time to, to talk. And he talked about being in church and how important it was to be connected to a group of people. And he said, we went to All Souls Church. He goes to a church in London. It's called St. Michael's. And he went to All Souls. And he said, Mum, it was so... He said, they're great people. But he said, they're so narrow-minded. And I'm going, ooh. <laughs> okay. He said, it was so restrictive to where we are. Now, I think he's restricted because here... We're not restricted. But you see, every culture, every church has its own thing, doesn't it? And he said, but he said, what it was, he said, we looked at the people that we used to be with. He said, there's a lot that, we, that came out of all souls and we've all moved on. We've got families. And he said, we're with families. And he said, I realised how important it was. He said, and when you used to go take us to church, he said, I didn't always want to go. He said, but you took us and we went every week and you got us involved. Who are you involved with? Do you need to be connected? Do you need to be connected to the body? It's very important to be knitted in. Joshua and Caleb had a wonderful um, relationship because they, Jesus was first, or the Lord God was first. In our lives, Jesus is first. We put God first in everything. For this is the will of God concerning you and I. Give thanks when whatever you're in. Are you facing problems? Of course you do. Do you know life is not without its ups and downs? Life is not full of, it's full of risks and wanting to step out. How many of you are thinking of stepping out into a new job? Or you've, you've felt that whew, things seem un insurmountable. How many of you have felt that you're coming under condemnation? You know, in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. And people walk around feeling that they've got the world on their shoulders. I walk in here sometimes and I... I keep my eyes down because I don't like watching because I can pick up stuff from people. And I'm going, oh, God, I wish, give them a blast of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How many of you want a blast of the Holy Spirit? Of course you do. You know this, there is an infusion that God wants to infuse us with this Holy Spirit. I must tell you this. On Friday night, we were praying with some people, and someone said to me, oh, Sue, have you got any oil? And I went, oh, 
yes, I've always got oil, but I thought, no, we needed to get it quickly. So, and then I saw it, and I thought, oh, my goodness, there's hardly anything in there. Honestly, it was like a drip. So I opened the bottle. I had to put the bottle on my fingers, and I watched the oil increase. And I put it on. I said to Beth, is this what you wanted? She said, yeah, and she put it, and it pulled all down her fingers. In the bottle, there was still that little bit of oil. It was so tiny. It was like the tip of a teaspoon, the very tip, just a little drop, maybe 10 drops. If I don't even think it was that. And here it was, pouring down my fingers. I'm going, oh, my goodness, that is the power of God. Yeah. I said to, to Beth, go and lay hands on everybody with that. I don't know what she did. I can't remember. But I was looking at that, and I'm doing this. And the more I did that, the more oil I got. That's, that was nothing. We were doing, all we were doing was praying for one another. Simple. How many of you need that infusion of that oil on you? How many of you need that f- to feel the oil of the anointing flowing through you, energizing you, healing you? How many of you need healing? Yes, we all do. There's always something. There's always something. What about past regrets? Rejections. We need healing from that. Are you prepared for the Spirit of God to touch you this morning? To heal you? The enemy comes and tries bringing disappointment, feelings of oppression, a feeling of defeat. Even the thought of going to church can go, ooh. I don't want to face those people. This is the place that you should come. Every seat should be filled. Do you know there are angels in this place? This fill, this place is so full of angels. There is, I feel them all around me. I can sense the angels in this place. Worship brings angels. But more important than anything, the spirit of the living God is here. He's here to encourage and to build up. Holy Spirit says, you have a different spirit. I am within you. You're not weak. You're not pathetic. You're strong. The weakest. When I am weak, he is strong. When I am weak, I give him my weakness. When I'm full of joy, I give him my joy. If I'm grieving, I give him my grief. I give him whatever I've got, and he takes it. The littlest thing that you've got, give it to him. Or the biggest thing, give it to him. He says, surrender unto me. Surrender all those things. And watch me turn you around. Watch me fill you. Watch me strengthen you. Watch me give you the words to speak. Going into new jobs or looking for a new job. Go into evening universities and the schools. There are challenges all the time. What about wisdom? Do you need wisdom to, to speak into your children? Do you need wisdom to speak to your colleagues? Do you need knowledge, the word of knowledge? Because you see things and you would like to say, ask God to give you the strength to, give you, to, to speak wisdom and words of knowledge. You see something. You see, we walk around with blinkers on our eyes. 
But the Spirit of God says, you are alive in me. When the Spirit of the Lord comes in you, you are alive. You buzz. You have electricity within you. You know when the Holy Spirit comes and meets with us, there is an, there's a boom or there's electricity and there's an effusion. If you haven't got that, I don't know what you're listening to because the Spirit of God brings life and he sets you on fire. How many of you had a fire encounter with the Holy Spirit lately? How many of you need it? Oh, boom, boom. I call them the boom, boom times. And when the boom, boom times come, you feel you can take on any mountain. You can take on any giant. And that's what Joseph and Caleb did. They have a different spirit because they don't see the giants. They see the Lord. There's victory in him. You've got to get your eyes off those situations. Jesus said, I've seated you in heavenly places alongside him. Not down below, but alongside him. So he's given you all authority. I spoke on this on Tuesday night. We've been given all authority through Jesus Christ. You need to take up the weapons of warfare. Take up the weapons that have been given to you. The word of God is yes and alive. And it's like a two-edged sword, as I said. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, he wants to stir you up. He says, I want to stir my warriors up. I want to stir my men and women up because they are going to do great and mighty things. My son said to me last night, he had gone away for a week to a church camp. There was 25,000 people go to this and it's all intense. And he said, his son, who's coming up, he's nine and a half, said to him, Dad, I think God spoke to me. And guess what he said? So Jake was going, what did he say? He said, get ready. Now, nine and a half, so I prayed about it last night. I thought, Lord, what are you saying to get ready? He said, I want him filled with the Holy Spirit. Nine and a half, God calls our children. He calls our children because they are the next generation. Mine are older than a lot of yours, but some are not. <laughs> but I've got grandchildren. Pray for my grandchildren, they will know the Lord. And I know one of them has got my mantle on him. He's got my anointing. But we fight. How about that? We fight. There's a contention. And I know why. I know why. Because I see what's on him's life. Do you see what's on your children's lives? I'm going to say to the young people, stand up. I want all of you from our 20, I'm going to say 30, you know, I know that you're not, that's still 30 old, 30 years old, I want, and down, I want you to stand up. Would you stand up, please? Because I believe God wants to touch you. Come on, don't be shy. Don't you miss out. That's good. Don't miss out. Come on, you young ones, up you get. Come on, do you want God to use you? Of course you do. God wants to use you. You are the new generation. You're the generation that he wants to use. You go into your schools and your universities and God will use you. He said, because I place my spirit within you. I have placed my word within you. And if, the, if you haven't got it now, I so I want you to lift up your hands. Come on. I want you to receive what God is going to do. There's an impartation for you today, for you to receive from the Holy Spirit right now, a new spirit, a spirit of 
of courage. For he says, I have not come to give you fear. So I break off fear off you, fear of man. I break its power in the name of Jesus. And I pray courage. I pray strength. I pray wisdom and knowledge and discernment. But Lord, more than that, I pray your fire. Fire of God into every one of these. Fire of God. The fire of God. Come on them. Come on, Lord. We thank you, Lord. These are your men and women. They may be young, but you've been given the fire of God. You've been given something special this morning. At the time, you might not feel anything, but when, this week, I'm telling you, something is going to happen to you. I'm going to say, that is different, because what the Spirit of God does, he changes things. He changes things. You can sit down. For where the Spirit of God is, he said, I come that you might have life and have it abundantly. You know, I get so excited. I can't help it. You know, the Spirit of God is on me. I can't stop preaching that God is good and he's going to do something good in your lives. Are you ready to receive it? Are you ready to receive what God has for you? I don't care how old you are or how young you are. God wants to use us. I want, he wants you to go into the land, the land that is almost dead, and bring life into it. Claim the land wherever you go. Take authority over those spirits that stop you from going in. Spirit of fear, I break it off you in Jesus' name. Every spirit of condemnation, I break it off you. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And when the Spirit of God gets hold of you, he shakes you up and says, not that way, this way. And he will close the doors where he doesn't want you to go and he will open the doors where he wants you to walk through. And the doors that you walk through is the land of milk and honey. It's the land where God wants you to take control of. It is the land where there is that the giants and the land become shh. You might have to battle. You might have to warfare. But that's God did not promise you a, a garden or a place to a, a walk of there was ever going to be roses in it. There's thorns in the roses. And he said, you take the thorns and you, you break them off. You can do it. Not your friend, not your husband, not your wife, you. Because God's called us to a place of, of strength and victory. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Is that true? How many of you know that? How many of you know that God wants to use you in a different way? Are there lot giants in the land? Forget them. Learn how to use the word. Take authority over every spirit. Take authority over those things that are coming against you. Oppression, take authority over it. Depression, take authority over it. I've seen God heal people of depression. It takes time. But I've seen them healed. Oppression. Don't let the enemy pull you down. Don't get Monday blues. I'm not going to have blues on a Monday. I'm going to be full of the Spirit of God. When you put in the Word in you and you start to change your, your, your thoughts and your words, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. People will look at you and different. You know, you, you hold your story is, your, is God's blessing to you. Everyone has got a story. And people look at you that are not Christians. 
They look at you and say, who are you? What have you got? What have you got that I haven't got? When you walk into a room, you change the atmosphere because of what's on you. The Spirit of God is within you to to strengthen you. I don't know what I keep saying it. What is it do you need this morning? Do you need that power encounter? God is saying, well, we can do all things through him. Don't come under condemnation. God has not given us, excuse me, a spirit of condemnation. He said, I've given you life. Choose life. What are your dreams? What are your visions? Rise above your circumstances. Put on worship. How many of you are worshippers in here? There's a number of you. How many of you love the worship? I mean, the worship here is just, well, we are so blessed. In Joshua 1, it says, Be strong and very courageous. Here we go. Be careful to obey all the law my servant, my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn f- from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. This is the pure word of God. Now, I've said it in a different way, but it's the same way. Keep this book of the law. Keep the book. Keep this. The word of God. On your lips, meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous, prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you for wherever you go. Wherever you go. He says, oh, if you go through that door, I'm not going to be with you. He says, I will be with you. For all eternity. I will be with you. I will never let you go. Be not afraid for I am with you for all eternity. All the gifts and callings are in him and he the Lord has given them to us to use them. We're to be an encourager, to bring healing, to, to lift up those that, who's feeling weak. We are, the, we are the ones that have got words of comfort You've got words of wisdom. Some of you have got words of song. Some of you sing. How many of you have ever sung over someone? Some of you think, oh, I couldn't do that. Well, guess what? Don't be surprised. God wants to use... God is a creative God, so he will use you where you least think. He will use your voice. See, your voice is very powerful. Your tongue is very powerful if you use it wisely. Your tongue can be a tongue that gossips or it can be a tongue that encourages. Who are you? Are you an encourager? Are you one that comes alongside and I'll help you through this problem? Are you one that says, look, I haven't got a lot of time, but I'm going to pray for you and I'll keep you in my thoughts. Do you know that's really special. Somebody comes to me and says, oh, I've been praying for you. I go, wow, thank you. You pray for me. I think, wow, thank you, Lord. You put me on someone else's heart. I pray for lots of people. I, I just think, thank you, Lord. Okay, I'll just pray for that person. I don't spend a lot of time. I just pray because he's, he brings that person to mind. And then I go, right, okay, God. How many of you need a fresh encounter with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to put my hands... I can't see everybody, I'll be quite honest. 
<clears throat> how many really want an encounter? That you're really meaning business this morning? That you would like the fire of God to touch you, to heal you? That you would like God to come and say, don't be afraid, my daughter, my son, I'm with you, I love you. How many of you feel tired, weary? You know, the winter can be a bit, bit hard, but I think this winter's been quite good, actually. I think there's been a lot of sun. I think more sun than what we've normally we have. We, I mean, things are changing, aren't they? Do you embrace change or do you go, I don't want to change? I want to stay in my little corner or in my little place and I don't want to, I don't want to move. It takes courage to move. It takes courage to say, Lord, use me. It takes courage to say, Lord, I will go where you want me to go. It takes courage to say yes. It takes courage to surrender all. And through the worship this morning, we surrendered like you to, would you like to get on your feet and I'm going to pray? Would you like an encounter with the Holy Spirit this morning? If you're a deeper one. Would you like him to touch you and say, are you going to say to him this morning, use me, Lord? Holy Spirit. Nikora makira basoko ba 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 basakidiamba. E namakora masikidiamba makora makira basikidiamba. Oh namakira makira basakira basoko dianda. Kira masakira makoyera baranda. I feel the Lord saying, I've called you, my son and my daughter. I've called you into a higher place. I've called you to a place of victory, but you're not listening. You see the giants, but I am taking you to another place. For those that want to, I will take you to a deeper place. For I've called you and I've anointed you and appointed you for such a time as this. This is a new day. This is a new day. And my spirit is beginning to gather his, the ones that have called upon my name. And I'm gathering them up from the north and the south, the east and the west. And I'm calling to you, my sons and daughters, that a new spirit, my spirit is coming with new fire. It's a new fire. Are you ready? Are you ready for me to come and to take all that stuff that is not of me off you? To let go of the old and to walk into the new. For I'm calling you to be victorious. I will help you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Fear not, for I'm with you. So, Father, I pray right now, right across this auditorium, and those that are watching, Holy Spirit, I ask you to come with your fire and fall and fill and encourage and build up. Lord, I pray for the prophetic word to be released over, this, over these people. I pray for wisdom, knowledge and discernment. I pray for the fire, Lord, fire in their bones, fire in their belly, that they will look with a new spirit. They will see you, Lord, in a new way, that there will be the scales of their eyes be taken off and they will see you, Lord, in your glory. They will run after you with hunger. They will hunger and thirst for the things of God and say, what is this that I've found? What is this? 
Because when the Spirit of God comes, He stirs up. He moves you. He moves deep within inside. He takes our heart and He uses it. And He said, come away with me, my loves. Come away with me and speak with me. Come and sit with me, for I have much to show you. I have so much, for I love you with a love that's so deep that nothing will ever separate us from the love of God. Lift your hands again. I just feel a new anointing, a fresh anointing of prayer coming upon you. There's a, there's a wind of the Holy Spirit moving over this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, oh glory and honour to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Mighty are you, O oh Lord. Mighty are you, O oh Lord. Lord, I pray for joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength that we can, we can run those mountains. We can jump over those craggy things. We can go over those rocks because we know that you are with us. Father, I pray that you'd seal this word. Father, I pray that you would touch, heal and encourage in the name of Jesus, giving you all the glory. I love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We give you all the praise and the glory. Come on, give him the glory. Give him the glory. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.